0: All right, let's go. It's the weekend. It's Sunday, poor. How the fuck are you doing tonight? It is Thursday night as we record this. Some action going on. We got uh, Clippers and Suns are on. We uh, we We have the Vegas Knights and the Montreal Canadiens playing. And I'm watching Boston Tampa Bay right now, and odd stuff happening in this game. Both starting pitchers let up a combined one hit, and neither one of them's pitching anymore.
1: Nick Pavetta was getting the start. Correct. He didn't. He let up. Uh...
0: No, Pavetta did not give up a hit. Now the bullpen is in, and there's still no hits for Tampa. And Michael Waka gave up one hit in 75 pitches, and they yanked him. And the bullpen has given up three hits since. I think it's three hits since. So it's four hits. Boston no hits for Tampa. It
1: was a pitch count issue.
0: Pavetta had a hundred pitches even.
1: Yeah, that sounds like Nick Pavetta. <laughs> five innings, a hundred pitches, like nine hey, strikeouts. He well, went,
0: went like seven because everybody was striking out, and yeah, he oh, right right. yeah. I thought he
1: was pulled after five. All right.
0: I think it was. I'm going to say it was uh, seven and and change. He went. Hmm. Yep.
1: Well, that's too bad. That's too bad for Nick. Had a chance at a no-hitter ripped away from him by if that only, scumbag if it, Alex Cora.
0: I it was only a doubleheader.
1: I went six and two-thirds. Eight strikeouts. All right, that's close.
0: Oh, six and two-thirds? I was close. Yeah. And I was watching the game. <laughs> I was close. Two, only
1: two walks.
0: Yeah, he looked good, man. He mowed through like the first. I, I watched a little bit of it in the first few innings, and he was mowing down everybody. And the second time through the lineup, he was using his uh, breaking pitches a little more. But just yeah, that's it. They just empty the tank now. But uh, uh, you know, he looked good. he looked good, but Tampa does that. Is known to do that. Just strike out a shit ton, and you know they'll find some weird way to win this game. Yeah, also some also some horrible base running by Boston uh Verdugo was on second there was hit in the center field and he has it like he did like a little pirouette at second before going to third and like slowed up coming around third uh got thrown out at home by Kiermaier and uh Vasquez got the hit and then Vasquez got picked off at second by the catcher
1: yeah base running seems to be a uh
0: seems to be an issue
1: not, in the big league. If,
0: you, if you're Christian Vasquez who's a catcher, you should not be getting picked off of second base.
1: That's, that's why it's an issue.
0: Just hang just hang tight, man. Just hang back.
1: Yeah. You're so, not out there to turn on the Jets.
0: Yeah, no. I don't know what you're trying to... I don't know what kind of games you're playing out there. But it's not baseball.
1: Yeah. I'm watching the Golden Knights. Is uh, it Golden? Yeah, Golden Knights. They are... Uh, Backs are against the wall right now. Officially backs are against the wall, I would say. You're down a goal on the road, late second period.
0: Yeah, I just saw that when they had uh too many men on the ice penalty, they all kind of panicked as there was an odd man rush. Guys were falling over themselves to get out of get back on the ice. Guys don't know what they're doing.
1: Yeah, I just turned it on, so I don't even know. I haven't seen any of the goals.
0: Yeah, I haven't seen any goals either. That that it was too, it was two one when that happened. Like I said it was just the penalty. So, um, yeah, and the Clippers game is just underway, right? Suns Clippers. Apparently, it's been wild. But I haven't watched any of those games, but uh, it's been it's been a wild series. It seems like.
1: Yeah, I was up for it the other night. Uh, Thirty five minutes. The final two minutes of game time took.
0: Yeah, right. I read that someplace, which that's. So
1: I dozed off. I, I may have dozed off a little bit. Mike Green may have woken me up. But I'll take you. I was up. I was basically up.
0: I mean, if if it's more screen time for the referees, there's no shame in closing your eyes for a little bit. I mean, it's just ridiculous. You should, that should be Breen. Should do that. They should announce, especially when those late night games in the East Coast. Breeny should be like, they should put the volume up a little bit, and you just go. he should drop a bang to wake to wake you up.
1: She do like a false bang.
0: Yeah, a false bang. Get- yeah.
1: yeah, bang so during during the second, or during the twenty minute review, I should say.
0: Right as they're coming out of it and their players are about to like get back on the court, uh, that was a false bang. I know you were dozing off on your couch a little bit. Here you go. Now, yeah, then,
1: that's when they should pump in the fake crowd noise.
0: Well, the crowd noise when you're sleeping could be like it drones on a little bit. It could be kind of soothing. It's like a waterfall or uh, you know the seashell. ocean. Yeah, seashells. Crowd noise could be kind of soothing if it's kind of it was too like steady, but yeah, they they got to do something, kind of crank it up a little bit for you.
1: Okay, I like that. Fake, yeah, fake announcer. It's almost like uh, it's almost like he's keeping his vocal. Cord. Big time saved by Carrie Price. It's almost like he's keeping his vocal cords warm.
0: Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Right, because he he gets cold too. He's just sitting there, you know. He gets a little, He's out. Of, he's a little bit out of shape from uh sitting around he's got to stretch his stretch his legs stretch his vocal cords a little bit you're right right and if
1: joe buck has taught us anything you don't want to get your vocal cords worked on it could <laughs> so, be life-threatening
0: yeah yes
1: absolutely right i mean one minute you go in for vocal cord surgery the next minute you're addicted to hair plugs i don't know how <laughs> those are linked but that's the joe buck story apparently yeah i can't wait for the book <laughs> my god for a guy who's gotten so many hair plugs you'd think you'd have better head of hair
0: yeah, I guess he's addicted. Well, you know, when you're addicted to heroin, you're not looking for high class heroin all the time, which is whatever kind of skag you can get. He was just quickest appointment. Yeah, exactly. Whoever
1: can get me in Tuesday afternoon, I got a flight cross country on Wednesday, just quick.
0: He, he might have a hair plug guy in every major city in the country.
1: It's like Wade Boggs used to have mistresses. <laughs> yes, <laughs>
0: exactly like that. Yeah. Yeah, only Wade Boggs. He's the only guy who had mistresses in every city. Well, he's the only one who like
1: bragged about it, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> or got caught, I should say.
0: Well, I'm sure a lot of guys got caught. But a lot of, yeah. a, lot of a lot of wives just hung on for those paychecks, you huh?
1: For some reason Wade Boggs sticks out. I don't know why. He's I think that's a true story. I hope I'm many, not.
0: In many ways. He's yeah, you see he, uh...
1: like, yeah, I always fucked the story up. He either saved Mr. Perfect's life or Mr. Perfect saves his
0: life. <laughs> they were hunting
1: together and one of them, I don't know what they did. They fell on something, leg was all shattered. I think it was Mr. Perfect carried
0: Wade Boggs to safety. I'm sure uh, a friend of the program, Uncle Titty, could, could figure it out.
1: Yeah, it's a famous story. They were elk hunting, moose hunting, one of those things.
0: You to hunt some moose sometimes uh yeah speaking of announcers tonight, I was flipping around flipping around the channels, and the Cosby show was on and i't nice. I haven't seen the Cosby show in forever I've not seen it on t v in forever It was like season eight, you know middle of this whatever middle of the season I'm like I gotta just put it on like see if it holds up see if see if I still laugh at the funny parts even when it's Cosby doing it and like, the whole thing was Elvin and uh, whoever he was married to, and like all their kids, Sandra and Sandra were finally moving out. So you finally, know, like, a lot of fun, a lot of fun. With Eight that. goddamn seasons. Do you? I mean, there's no way. I remembered when I, when I saw these guys come on screen who the movers were, but I mean, I, I mean, I never would have remembered in a million years that these guys had a cameo on the show. But I mean, I remembered when I saw, it, I was like, oh yeah. The two guys playing the movers, V and V Sons Moving Company, were uh, Dick Vitale and uh, Jim Valvano. Man, I mean, they just came out for like two minutes and just acted like themselves for like two minutes, and uh, got off screen. And they made one more quick appearance at the end too.
1: It does not ring a bell think dick vitel on the cosby show
0: i mean yeah again it was just for a few minutes as the movers they didn't pick up a box and like the next scene next scene that they were next scene they were in the boxes were all gone and like they just came back to pick up like their tape or something yeah
1: not exactly what movers look like these days or even ever i don't think usually a little bit bigger
0: guy no yeah they're there at that point they were what in their 40s 40-year-old Italian guys. Sounds about right for moving. Yeah. I see him moving a grandfather clock. Yeah. Yes. Is, is Valvano sure.
1: wearing a Mets hat?
0: No, I don't think so. I think it was just like their moving team hat.
1: Wow. Okay. No, it does not ring a bell at all. I don't, I don't know. Maybe I wasn't around for as much as the old Oz. Uh, Much for the uh, older Cosby seasons.
0: That was season eight, man. Rudy was old. That's what I'm saying.
1: Like, I remember younger Cosby. Oh, a little more. Denise was already gone.
0: She was. I have a feeling like the reruns that we all watched were the older ones. I think those are the classics. These. You're a little turned off. uh, Wrong word. Wrong choice of words. But, like, when you see an older Rudy, it's like, ah, this isn't really the heyday. Yeah, because she was no,
1: like the little, cute little kid. Yeah, no, she was grown up.
0: No Theo or anything, so, you know, it's not what you want.
1: Yeah, you need a Theo, like high school Theo.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly.
1: I remember one of them where he put a whole, like, can of shaving cream for his first time shaving. Remember that one?
0: <laughs> Sounds familiar.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah
0: so- Denise made him a shirt one time. It was, like, the worst shirt of all time.
1: Sure, yeah. It rings a bell. Yeah, Denise was, uh, she was like the, uh, was she like the black sheep of the family? I think so, yeah. I think she was. Because she, like she had like the button up, like, you know, pa- parents are a doctor and lawyer and they want you to follow in the footsteps and she was kind of like a hippie, wasn't
0: she? Yeah, very hippie-ish, Denise. Absolutely. Almost uh,
1: playing herself. Like Lisa Bonet seems like that in general.
0: He might be, yeah. Then she then she gave Elvin some shit too, right?
1: Probably. If, she, if I had to guess, she was not a fan. Maybe the reason she wasn't around is was because fucking Elvin <laughs> living gonna, there for eight goddamn years
0: kind of moved right in. Yeah, I
1: yeah. <laughs> absolutely. It was the ultimatum. It was me or Elvin. She uh well, she bounced.
0: You know, at this point in watching it. I was I was hoping I even called it. I was like, oh, there's Elvin. He said that he's he's going to get he's going to eat it from Claire he, he's going to give him some, he's going to say something stupid and then Claire's yeah. going to drag him there's none of that maybe he had learned
1: his lesson by then he'd been he'd started to you know show a little progress
2: <laughs> maybe I don't know, know.
1: Elvin yeah Didn't he, is uh, Lisa Bonet still married to Lenny Kravitz
0: I have, no, I have no idea
1: I think she was married to Lenny Kravitz I don't know it sounds right.
0: By the way, that no-hitter got broken up. The combined no-hitter? Yeah, Kiermaier hit a double.
1: Are you allowed to celebrate a combined no-hitter? I
0: don't know. Did the Astros do it when they, when they did it to the Yankees years ago? No, uh, ro- I Roy don't Yankees? remember
1: because I remember I was working that night uh, I was bussing tables at the chowder pot. Yeah. So I kind of heard about it after the fact that the game was on in the bar but wasn't really locked in. I think – I remember hearing six six guys no-hit us, and I was like – I mean, it was like the low point of the season. In the season, we went to the World Series. But yeah. I remember thinking uh, as much of a low point as it is, it's not a real no-hitter. Can't really celebrate it.
0: I think – I feel like they did. I feel like – I want to say that Oswald started it and <coughs> Wagner finished it. But I'm not. Yes. Sounds right.
1: Brad Lidge is in there somewhere. Yeah. Octavio Dotel. Oh, yeah, I remember Dotel. That's four yeah. out of the six. Yeah. I don't know if I can give you another one.
0: Yeah, it was yeah, very low point of the season.
1: Pretty sure that was the low point. I think they may have t- taken off after that.
0: That's it. it. Sparked the team.
1: It's back when the Astros were, you know, well, I guess they were okay, the Astros, but still, not, uh, not what they'd become.
0: Yeah, they're t- not,
1: t- not a team you wanted to lose to, period. Never mind, no hit. <laughs>
0: Absolutely right. Yeah. Well, they were not, they were always kind of semi contenders. Never really got anywhere, but
1: for some reason, I feel like that year they weren't good.
0: You know, Roy Oswald's only going five. Oswald was one of those guys that is, you're just waiting for his arm to fall off. Little guy through smoke, he was waiting for him to just. Is this...
1: Oswald was good. Like, that's the nice yeah. thing I could say about him. He was good.
0: Yeah. Yeah, he was fine. But I just. Best thing Roy Oswald ever did,
1: like the biggest money spot. Remember the Pujols home run off a of ledge that oh, yeah. still hasn't landed? Yeah. They went back. So the Cardinals were facing elimination down to their last out. Pujols. Hits that three run dinger, Cardinals win, force the game six, and Oswald beat them in St. Louis game six when people probably thought it was over. Yeah. That's a pretty money spot for Oswald. Other than that, he was just one of those good, solid pitchers. That's really it.
0: Yeah. He'd, play, he'd probably play 10 years, probably pitch for 10 years or so.
1: Mm, yeah. I'll say 10. Under over 10, would you take the over? No. I couldn't even tell you.
0: Oh, he had like a quick—he
1: had like a quick prime, like a yeah. five-six year prime. And then he was gone.
0: Let's see. Guess we gotta take a look now. Roy, Roy. Oswald. Ah oh, man, twelve years in the bigs. Twelve years, so really oh, 30, 30, 30, sorry, 30, sorry, thirteen years. And He went five. to the Phillies,
1: right? Astros and Phillies—is that it?
0: Astros, Phillies, and they did a stint in Texas and a stint with Colorado.
1: Don't, do not remember that.
0: Uh, I think he wants you to forget the Colorado. He was 0-6. This is his final season. 0-6 with an 8-6-3 ERA in nine games.
1: Got and the career, was, that was it. Injury or just underperformance?
0: I, I don't know. I mean, hopefully he got hurt so he could say, wow, I blew my arm out and then had to retire. Instead of saying I went 0 and six in Colorado cut me, but
1: ah thin air, you know.
0: Yeah, it was real thin that year.
1: It was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, speaking of injuries, I was uh, I was shampooing my hair today. Oh, you're getting old, man. You're getting
0: hurt shampooing your hair?
1: I th- yeah, I think I, I think I pulled like a pectoral muscle. Either that or some fucking heartburn all day? I don't know.
0: Which one? <laughs> how? 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 You don't even really stretch the pectoral muscle. Were you going like out around the like the shower and then to the top of your head? I
1: don't know the science behind it. I just know I just was a little sore. I mean, it's good now. It's good now, but what really fucked me was. I was like kind of overcompensating for it when I was getting dressed, fucking hurt my back, and I just let out a "What the fuck now?" <laughs>
0: <laughs> Rough morning over there, man.
1: I mean, you, you know, can't you can't make this type of shit up. And it got know, me thinking, right? Because like, age. I, exactly, and it got me thinking like older people, like legit old people, like that's life for them. Just always feeling like shit. Yeah miserable yeah and like i wanted to kill myself this morning just one of the tweak of the back yeah and just a little chest tightness it's like why aren't more older people killing themselves
0: you're at here you're, <laughs> you're asking why the suicide numbers and the 40 and up crowd are low no 40 enough. <laughs> i'm talking like 80
1: 80 40 Can't be off in yourself if you get like a little back injury if you're 42.
0: I think once you get that far, you kind of got to say, Well, I got to see how far I could run this thing now.
1: So it just becomes, uh, just becomes like, I got to ride it out at this
0: point. And and yeah, I'm I'm like, I'm a little bit surprised by your take on it because you know, for anything we we preach on Sunday, poor it's you got to play through the paint.
1: Yeah, but when you're that age though, what are you playing through?
0: I don't know, busted hip.
1: oh hip, Arth-
0: you're all done. Arthritis. Oof, I just, arthritis just gotta, kill you know, me. You can't let that shit run your life. You gotta say fuck it. I'm gonna. If you're 82, but yeah, I'm gonna say fuck it. I'm gonna the same attitude. If you're 82, you're not gonna be like, well, I only got so much time left to live. Anyway, you're gonna say, am I'm, I'm still alive. I'm not gonna fucking let this hold me back. Not now. I only have so much time to live.
1: There should be a Ray Donovan type fixer who kills old people. That's his, that's his, his job. And he, make, he has to make it look like an accident so like the kids don't get mad, you
0: know? Dr. Gavorkin was trying that. He was a hero.
1: Well, he was terminally ill, people. But same, same thing. Same idea.
0: Yeah. Same
1: idea, right. And he got a bunch of shit for it. Didn't he go to, did he go to prison? Did he get that's arrested?
0: It. I don't know if he went to prison. He went I remember him going to court and stuff.
1: I think he ran for like... Governor of Michigan or something. Hmm. Did not win.
0: Probably got a few votes though.
1: He was a third I think he was a third party. I remember hearing something about that. But yeah, it didn't uh didn't come through. But yeah, he got a bad rap for working.
0: Uh yeah, I think he was trying to I think he'd be the right idea. People just it makes me it makes people uncomfortable, you know?
1: Right. It's not he was I mean it was people willingly telling them to off off them, right? I mean, <laughs>
0: Yeah. I mean, they wanted, they wanted to, they had, you know, serious illnesses and you'd always hear shit like from the family members and stuff like that. But about, about them not wanting, you know, what if there's a miracle, but then you hear all these people like, no, this is, that's not what I want to do for the, for the last, you know, whether I live for three months or six months or two years, I don't want to, I don't want to live it in this pain. It's just time to go. You know, what are we, my quality of life is only going to diminish from here on out.
1: Right. We should come up with like some sort of metric system, or maybe that's the wrong term. Like, uh, like a scale of one to 10. And once you reach an eight or a nine, yeah. in terms of, uh, I don't know, physical ailments, physical inconvenience, like you said, poor quality of life, you're allowed to tap out. But it's gotta be done like prof- you can't like blow your brains out in the living. We gotta oh, be yeah. professional about this.
0: Well you said we and I was like my my I was racking my brain how I could possibly put together something like that. I don't even know where I would start. Like, no, I'm talking about the government. Oh yeah.
1: No, I don't I don't wanna really be behind something like this. Yeah. It's too controversial. <laughs>
0: I don't put my name on that at all.
1: No, but all I'm saying is it's a jumping <laughs> off point. You can give me like a little uh credit next to it when when it's patented.
0: Right. So, so then in a hundred years, they'll be praising you or, or cursing you. Well, it's going to be like anything else.
1: 50% of people are going to love it. The other half are going to hate it. Yeah, that's fair. How I, would you do it? How How would you do it?
0: How to do what?
1: See so how to kill yourself.
0: <laughs> oh my God. it's um, a good question. To me,
1: it's easy. To me, it's so easy
0: gunshot to the head
1: no that's um, that's a mess that's a
0: that's a yeah, you know what, it's traumatic like a
1: for whoever finds you uh
0: your a car guy just just run the car in the garage no you're not you're you're
1: missing a very easy missing a very easy answer
0: you just take you're doing pills yeah
1: booze and pills you may as well go out feeling great go out like a rock star yeah yeah, well, I'm not going to hang myself like Star is born, but I'll just wait for the booze and
0: the pills to kind of well, take he a, over. He was a country star, yeah. Right, yeah. yeah they're very the drama queens, the country stars. Yeah. I'm saying never, but, been,
1: never but, been a pills guy because I know how addicting they are. Yeah. And they look like they work really well on the people I've seen that like are get addicted to them. I'm like, "Oh, I could see why those would be."
0: Too. Hard. Yeah. They're too good. They work way too well. Yeah, you don't want anything to do with those things, man. Nothing but you got a month to live? Let's well us give it maybe, a shot. See, I don't, I don't know. I get, like, queasy. I don't want to go out feeling, like, uh, nauseous.
1: It's so like, just booze.
0: <laughs> yeah, just uh, do Booze like,
1: and crack? Maybe, uh, maybe, like, smoke some crack?
0: You just got to do it leaving Las Vegas style and just drink. just go to Vegas and drink yourself to death.
1: I think there has to be drugs involved, though. Think about the drugs that you never tried because you're like, I can't do these. I'm like, I'm a civilized human being.
0: I mean, I guess. You know, I
1: got a family.
0: I guess, I guess you don't have any faith in booze.
1: I I do, but a little crack.
0: How long do you think it would take you to drink yourself to death? Like if you you had it in your mind to do it. This is the problem. When you start drinking yourself
1: to death, it's like, it's a slow, it's a slower process. You start turning green and shit liver failure, the pills kind of accelerate it where you, still, you can still have an open
0: casket. <laughs> it's me, man. That's it. Don't worry about it. You can just put up a picture of me. Like, do you think, like, you know, relatively healthy younger guys, like, you think within a week? Or you think you have to, like – No way.
1: Longer than that. Way longer.
0: But if you just drank constantly, and like bottles and bottles and bottles of vodka, just pounding them.
1: It would still take, it wouldn't be, it wouldn't take you that long, but it would be longer than a week. I'd say a year.
0: I think if you put your mind to it, you would need, you, the drugs you would need are upper, so you could just stay awake and keep going. And and you'd have to be able to, like, not pass out.
1: The drugs are what
0: might get you, though. I'll just then got five hour energy, then.
2: Ah, those things aren't good enough. That's that's not that's not a, that's no match for a handle of uh, Tito's. Yeah,
1: I think all terminally ill people should try crack. I, I think that's the one drug. Like, it'd be it'd be it'd be your quality of life would probably be better for the final like two months that you're alive, and it would be kind of funny.
0: Well, they do already do like morphine and stuff for that. For exactly.
1: People. So let's oh, just go with crack. Let's just. Let's defense. get some crack.
0: <laughs> why, would be, why would it be funny? why would it be funny?
1: why wouldn't it be funny? You'd be like, oh, did you hear about Donnie? Uh yeah, as hell he took a turn for the worse, right? Well, yeah, we knew he was gonna die, but now he's a crackhead.
0: <laughs> Donnie going out. All he bottom. does is
1: smoke crack. It's all the guy wants to do.
0: Donnie going out in the bottom. Yeah. <laughs> Loves
1: crack. Crack, crack, crack. <laughs> That's it's good. Fucking,
0: <laughs> fucking guy in his crack, man.
1: Crack's always been like that mystery. Like, you've, I think we've talked about this on the show. Just absolute euphoria. Like, your first time, that's fucking, that's some scary shit.
0: I guess. I don't, I don't know. Is that, is yeah. I mean, you're chasing that forever.
1: You're chasing it forever until you don't get high anymore and it just makes you sick. And it just becomes a, a pain in the ass thing you got to do, like anything else. Yeah, I gotta smoke crack today. It's not gonna do anything. I'm gonna get sick. I'm gonna pass out in an alley. Yep. But I gotta do it.
0: Got to Yeah, I gotta steal. I gotta steal something from my sister's purse. The usual.
1: Yeah. The crackheads are. I see them all. All over the place, man. New Haven. The crackheads are just.
0: Well, that was that was like your wedding party. All crackheads.
1: My my wedding <laughs> party.
0: Yeah. It was like me and my brother. Oh. <laughs> Girl, crackheads. Gotcha. God, Jesus. Dude, it's like a rotting a Tough crowd over here. Huh? Yeah. Jeez. That's all. All right.
1: All right. All right. A little slow. Uh.
0: <laughs> I'm picturing the laugh we would have over a friend of hers. do crack as uh, they battled the terminally ill disease. I think crack. they'd
1: really enjoy themselves. It'd be better than, uh, I don't know, chemo or whatever. They could, I mean, if you're going to poison yourself, poison yourself with some crack. Get the good stuff, you know?
0: All right. I'll keep that in mind. See what I can do for it if, uh, God forbid, anything happens.
1: Yeah. I tried <laughs> to do on the, D, the DL, though. I don't know if too many people would want me to.
0: I dropped uh, something. We were talking about something the other day. Uh, you know my, my wife and I was like yeah can, you know if something ever happened to me you know get, gotta worry about this and this and she was like yeah I knew if something you know if something, ever, if something ever did happen to you and there was like a pause and then she went God forbid and I was like alright that's good and you threw the God forbid in there thank you very much for adding the God forbid like if you just said that without the God forbid much different sentence
1: yeah it's like um, a comma
0: just gotta a, throw it in there. Yeah, that, you know, just like it's a it's a big, it's a big, uh, empty space hanging over there. If, if you don't add the god forbid, when we talk about somebody dying close to you, so right. without
2: the god forbid, it's
1: you know, you don't really appreciate the uh, hypothetical.
0: Well, I mean, I, I brought it up, but you know, I, it's definitely not, you know, it's it, even though it's even though she's saying if something happens to you, it sounds more like when something happens to you. And It's like, oh God, we're just counting down the days now, huh? Yeah, so we're not going the pa-
1: What's the password to the computer?
0: Yeah, we're, st- we're still in God forbid- ter- uh, we're still in God forbid territory, territories. So that's good.
1: Yeah, what, what What age do you have to make a will, you think?
0: 50. Fifty? I'd say so. I'd say around 50.
1: before 50, it's like, who gives a shit?
0: I think you still could. Well, I think it also has to do with like how much shit you've accumulated, how much money you have. So I would it oh, yeah.
1: definitely comes down to the money.
0: Rich people in their 30s might have a will, just because they're rich.
1: Yeah. I guess, I guess it does depend on your stature a little
0: bit. Yeah. yeah. I would say 50s. I think that's 50s probably the right number.
1: 50s when you got to start, you got to really start getting your affairs in order.
0: I think so, yeah.
1: You got to start thinking. How, you know, how, here's one, here's one. How old do you have to be to buy, like, a plot, a burial plot? Oh, man. That's, well, that's fucking nuts, nuts, man, going shopping for your grave.
0: Yeah, that's, I don't know how people are, like, our generation. That, that seems like things, something of the past. A lot of people it, bought plots for their whole families, too, so, like, you'll see some that were, it was like, the stuff for the parents, and then, like, place for the kids and it's like Jesus Christ like you're just yeah I mean you're talking about buying a plot for yourself think about buying a plot for your kids it's nuts uh, most people did but I mean do you think
1: people do the whole burial plots like next to their husband or next to their kids or whatever kind of save money more than it is about being next to them they gotta they gotta give you a deal like three buy three get one free <laughs> If they're smart, they would do that, right?
0: I'm sure there's something. I mean, every, every businessman has something like that where they hook you up, you know. We promise you we'll weed whack around your stone, you know, while we ignore the rest of them. If yeah, because I could
1: give a fuck where I'm buried. You could put me next to anybody. But I guess it makes it easier for I don't loved anything. ones who survive you to come I mean, visit you. It's like, all right, well, right, let's put you all in one place because I don't want to have to get my map out to...
0: Like I'm sure it doesn't matter, but I don't want to be buried to some jackass. Like just in case, I don't know what happens afterwards. But I'd, I'd rather play it safe and at least be around people I know. Okay, I I don't care. Put me wherever. Again, put me you you put me in the back of the, okay. the cemetery. I, I'm, again, I'm, I'm assuming it's nothing. I'm assuming it's nothing. But you know, God forbid you get there and you're like hanging out with the schmucks around you, or something. Like oh well, you're buried next to this fucking. Small talker.
1: Mm, I fucked up, yeah. yeah. This,
0: this guy doesn't shut
1: the fuck up.
0: Guy's been dead since 1897. He's been waiting for somebody to come by and talk to him. What do you what do you gotta talk about from a guy from that died in 1897?
1: Nothing in common. Yeah.
0: Be like, oh man, you're like oh, I was driving the other day and some asshole was texting and hit me. And he'd be like, What? Yeah. Can you say all that again? Please. <laughs> like, well, some asshole. I got that part. What's the rest? texting you can't you can't have a conversation with these people
1: yeah this guy's talking about uh what's he got to talk about teddy roosevelt what year was that
0: syphilis and stuff yeah, he's not gonna know oregon trail yeah he's not gonna he's not gonna know they're going to shit this guy this guy this guy was just work, living you know working to survive he didn't have time to give a shit about current events and stuff yeah. you don't
1: th- you don't think do you think he could be a chameleon if you went like back in time and, and talk to somebody and you could adjust
0: <laughs> how far back we talk mm, we'll say we'll say like night night early 1900s i think i could only because i would just blend in be quiet listen and not, not really speak i you know kind of it's basically what i do now yeah and I don't speak unless I have to, until, until, I, until I know exactly, especially like in a situation where I don't know people or like a professional situation. And I guess it would apply to a situation where you don't know anything about the time that you're in, except for what you've seen on TV. And you, don't, you definitely don't know anything about the people you're around. I would just, you know, just listen and nod. And where are you from? Uh, that's uh, maybe I would choke. Now I'm choking right now. What do you do? What are you doing? you ask, ask you where you're from. How did you get? You just there? tell them where you're from. Poughkeepsie. And then what are they? Like, well, how the fuck did you get here? Well,
1: it depends where you are. Where are you? I don't know.
0: I take a train. I take visiting a, a horse. I'm visiting visiting family. I guess. Yeah. Traveling uh,
2: salesman. You could have fun with it.
0: True. Yeah, you could find something. Yeah, but once you start getting those lies, that's uh, you gotta get twisted around. They're gonna find out real quick. Well, you, think, you don't have
1: to befriend this person. Like uh, well, if they
0: get suspicious. used to be a guy at a bar. Could be a guy at a bar. Oh, that I can do anywhere. Who's is think, put, the great put, equalizer? I think put, that's
1: put, why I'd be able to blend in.
0: Put me in a bar anytime in the past two thousand years, I'll figure something out.
1: Right, speakeasy. Yeah, but, I mean,
0: I'll, I'll drink. I'll drink some mead with uh, the the Romans or something figure it out with The romans guys. the
1: romans might be top, Might be going back too far there i don't know about the romans <laughs> you look at somebody the wrong way all of a sudden you're fighting a fucking lion or something you know
0: I, <laughs> that's not the way i want to go rather, No. right the pills in the crack
1: no if i'm going to yeah if Again. i got to go i'm not going to throw myself into a you know to a tiger or a lion no but,
0: but then you could just look at Gladiator. that guy was a hero man Everybody loved that guy. He could be the next Spaniard.
2: I mean, yeah, look, but he, he didn't go.
0: I mean, he what?
1: He bled out, right?
0: Well, th- also that was because uh, Joaquin Phoenix cheated in his final fight. There, he did but cheat. Yeah. Also, the guy was a warrior. You know, like likely, if you're a gladiator in Gladiator, aside from the fact that you have to like be in a war first to get to where he ended up getting, like if you survived all that shit by some miracle and then you ended up being one of the slaves that was fighting there. Yeah. I mean, you're going to get your entrails ripped out by a tiger.
1: Imagine, imagine trying to make small talk with that guy, gladiator. I mean, I would be so like respectful. I'd be borderline ass kisser just to get on that guy's good side.
0: It's small, small talk. Just if you were from the era or small talk as this hypothetical time traveler. That was well,
1: both. I was thinking of time traveler, but both.
0: Uh Yeah, I'd to, well, I mean, I don't know, because you, you, if you knew that, like the, like the powers that be were, were not fans of his, you might want, you might want to kind of lean towards the power. That's I can, true. I I, yeah, that's true. Season. He wasn't.
1: uh he wasn't a fan. I, I I have to go back to watch Gladiator. It's been so long since I've seen it.
0: Good one, man. It is a good one. One of my
1: first DVDs
2: was Gladiator. Yeah.
0: Knock, knock. Who's there? <laughs> Gladiator. <he>
2: was...
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Good shit. Russell Crowe. Can't go wrong. Crowe.
0: And, yeah, Joaquin uh... I guess Johnny Cash saw Joaquin in that movie, and that's when he told him he wanted him to play him. Is in that life, true? Life. Yeah. He quoted uh, he, Johnny Cash. The story goes that Johnny Cash quoted the scene where Joaquin said something like, uh, He said he's talking to, to Russell Crowe, and he said something like, uh, Your son cried like a girl. When they killed him, and then your wife moaned like a whore when they ravaged her over and over again, and Johnny Cash re- repeated that line like verbatim to to Walking Phoenix when he when he talked to him that he when, when they make a movie about my life, I want you to play me.
1: Yeah, that's the guy. That's the guy I want representing me. Right yes,
0: there. yeah. That's Johnny uh, Cash's story is uh, it's crazy because he's like an outlaw, not crazy, but he's like an outlaw badass kind of drug addict and then he became like this this like settled in family man and like was more like a june re- carter right like a, yeah exactly it was like a religious kind of guy at the end of his life i mean not even at the end for like a good for the majority of his life i think that was that was when he was he wasn't that much old it wasn't that old when they met. he did
1: time right johnny Cash i don't
0: know i don't know if he actually did time or he spent like a day or two in jail
1: oh you sure. definitely had some issues with the law, though.
0: Uh, yeah, a little bit. Yeah, I don't remember if he if he like he got arrested and was like did it like, a couple of years. I think he might have just gone for like, a, you know stayed overnight. Was or, he
1: one of those guys who was a big boozer and then went got sober? Is that how he found God? Uh,
0: booze and pills.
1: So He did it at the wrong time of his life. Should
0: have waited till the end. Uh, Ray's just wanted a walk-off wild pitch.
1: Oh, it's the Yankees' best hitter, hitter with runners in scoring position, the wild pitch.
0: <laughs> um, yeah, and he uh, – and then June Carter kind of helped him get clean. He, if
1: I remember correctly from the movie, he chased her big time.
0: Yeah, they were friends, and he kept, like, chasing her and chasing her. And then when he was, like, at his low point, lowest points, she was there to kind of – drag him up get him healthy and stuff yeah and uh you know he kept asking her marry him marry him marry him she kept saying no and eventually after he got clean it's over he asked her and they got married when he was kind of back on the right track
1: yeah it's like a star is born only um he didn't hang himself in the garage
0: a little happier ending
1: yeah a little bit
0: yeah but I mean, like, ah. but his like reputation all comes from everything before that, though. The man of right, right, <laughs> wore- right, 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 right. I mean, he wore black like all the time. Anyway, I think, but like you know, the whole man of black outlaw, yeah, badass.
1: Guy, that's yeah. all
0: from before then, yeah. And
1: he kind of set- He settled down.
0: Settled down, gave it all up. Yeah,
1: made it to. made made it to. Uh, he made it to his eighties. He had a good run. Seventies maybe. I know he had some health problems at the end, which may have been because of all the boozing. I don't
0: right. know if that's true or not. Remember, remember that
1: last song he did? That, it wasn't even his. It was the cover,
0: right? He covered um, not, it was the Nine
1: Inch, Inch Nails. Nails song, yeah. which is so weird.
0: But he's awesome, though. It's a great song. His version.
1: I think his version is better. I don't uh, even know. That. No I mean, disrespect to Nine I prob- Inch Nails. I think I heard
0: the Nine Inch Nails. I don't remember it, though. But I've, yeah, the Johnny Cash one is excellent. That whole yeah. album was pretty good, uh, the, the album they did that that was on. And that was, yeah, that was, that was when he was in his 80s. Yeah. 70s or 80s. She yeah.
2: actually died first, I think. I think she died before him. That's possible. I don't
1: remember.
0: Yeah, The Man in Black. Do
1: you think, what do you do if uh, if somebody writes a... So you have an original track, and then somebody covers it, and it's better. Does the guy who does the original, is he flattered by it, or is he like, what the fuck? Or does it depend on who the first guy? Like Springsteen, for example. The Manfred Man version is more popular, Blinded by the Light. But yeah. Springsteen could care. I mean, Springsteen, Springsteen. I don't think he really cares that more people listen to the Manfred Man version.
0: Is there anything in
1: Nine Inch Nails that's like, fuck, man?
0: Like, I'm say that was no. our song. I'm going to say no, only because it's Johnny Cash. You got if, like, if it was like a more contemporary, like, I, I really don't know. If it was like a more contemporary and like there's a competitive thing between, between people. I wonder.
1: I'm sure there's an instance somewhere along the line
0: Yeah, well, where somebody
1: took a song, made it more popular, and the original guy was like, shit, man, fuck that guy. Or fuck that band.
0: Well, because even Springsteen didn't he give uh, be not give didn't he give because the night to um, what's her name?
2: Oh, um, why am I drawing a blank? Yeah, sorry. I mean,
1: Is too. it Patty something? Patty Smith.
0: Mm, did we guys
1: alley Alioop that to you?
0: Maybe that might have been a one-timer. It's possible. A <laughs> one-timer. Depending on what sport you're on,
1: yeah, you right <laughs> now, uh, is it Patty Smith because the night he wrote it right and he gave it to her,
0: right? I mean, they both right, they both recorded it, but yeah, something it is like, Patty Smith, yeah, something like that. But I think it was like an agreement between them, so I, I don't know, like Paul, like Paul Anka. See, these, these are maybe these are terrible examples. It's not examples at all of what we're talking about. But like Paul Anka wrote "My Way" for Sinatra, yeah. Like, there's a recording of Polanka singing it, but who the fuck wants to listen to Polanka singing my way?
1: Yeah, once Frank takes something that's... It. And, and a lot of those songs, like the Frank songs, there's a million different guys who wow. have versions of those songs. Like, we talk about, like, with the Christmas songs, when we talk about Christmas, like, there's, there's a lot of songs back then that everybody yeah. sang.
0: Recorded and re-recorded, yeah. And there's, I mean, Frank even recorded them, like, two, three, four times. So I
1: guess you got to take it from, like, you know, it's artists being artists being creative. Like, it's The more the merrier.
0: I would assume if, it, if, it, if an original artist did not want a specific artist singing their song, I would assume there's a way they could stop it.
1: Yeah, there's got to be. They so, own the rights.
0: Right, so you probably have to get the okay from the artist before you record it anyway. I mean, I'm sure some don't like, try and just fuck around and do it, but I'm, I'm sure they're supposed to get the nod before doing it.
1: Yeah, I don't know how that works. Because what's, what's stopping us, like,
0: well, from releasing what's stopping
1: it. someone from, oh, from releasing it and, yeah. like, making money off of it. Right, yeah, yeah. Okay. That's
0: yeah. my guess, yeah. So, yeah. Well, we should pause for an ad. All right, what do you got?
1: This episode of Sunday Pour is brought to you by Kirkland Vodka. Listen, it's the summer. It's hot out. It's humid. Maybe you're not a beer drinker. Maybe you are a beer drinker who's just looking for a little change of pace. You need something a little stiffer. Maybe you just want something a little more refreshing when the sun is beating down on you. You can go with the fancy schmancy overpriced brands. Or you can go with something a little more affordable. You know, whether you're looking to make a screwdriver, martini, maybe that early morning Bloody Mary for breakfast, wash it down with a couple Advil and a Blong Rip, do yourself a favor. <laughs> Go to the Nair's Costco, grab a handle, and the best thing is you don't even have to be a member. Just tell them Sunday Poor sent you. Kirkland Vodka for everybody.
0: Excellent. All right. All right. How's it treating right. you over there? How's the Kirkland vodka treating you tonight?
2: Oh, I'll tell you in a second.
0: <laughs> mm. He's drinking it, <laughs> he's drinking it, folks. That's the real deal right there. This is not, it's not, you know, a performance here. This is the real deal. It's, this is not
1: performance art. No, it's St. Hamilton. <laughs>
0: <laughs> they, don't, they don't drink in Hamilton
1: I don't know what they do. I'm not a musical guy I was a ricochet shot at Hamilton I'm just not a musical yeah, guy yeah I, I was rough
0: <laughs> for no reason
1: well come on I mean <laughs> you think most most of the people that went to go see Hamilton went to go see it so they could say they went to see Hamilton that's a good point yeah is that the Manuel Mar- Juan Lin whatever the fuck
0: yeah yeah fuck that guy <laughs> what's your problem with Juan, Juan Lin Miranda
1: uh, what this face doesn't like him, Super Dave.
0: No, su- Super Dave. Oh, because the thing with uh, Curb, they tried to Curb, get it yeah. out of
1: him on the podcast, cousin yeah. Sal. <laughs> so I already, I was already looking for a reason not to like that guy. That
0: was it. That was your, uh, that was your in, for not. Yeah, because
1: like Marty Funkhauser, I mean, it doesn't seem like a guy Bob Ison who who would be looking to dislike anybody for whatever reason. You know what I mean? He's a comic probably gets along with a bunch of different people. He was probably a prick that Miranda.
0: Everybody loves Super Dave. That's for sure.
1: Right. Yeah.
0: What was, Johnny Cash, you said like, you know, he's like the man in black, right? What other, mm-hmm. what other people have like distinctive outfits? like they're known for to the point where it's like in their nickname is he like the only guy
1: and it's in their nickname
0: something like that's so their outfit is so real person right tied to them well if you have somebody else like a fake person let me know
1: i don't know i thought of the green lantern just because i I was thinking of colors that's
0: superheroes (laughs) (laughs) like even like the dude like has that sweater but you don't tie that sweater to him I mean, you do. You saw that sweater, I guess, but it's not like the dude in a sweater. There they go, right on the street. Huh. That's a good question.
1: It's got to be tied to the nickname, too. They can't just be known for a color.
0: I think it would have to be, it would have to be like one of the first two, or two things you think of when you hear the guy, you hear the person's name. Hmm. Maybe three things. Maybe the first three things. What's well, Johnny Cash? It's, it's like Folsom Prison Blues and Man in Black, right? Yeah, and I might be the first thing I think
1: about actually when I hear about him. When I see someone in black, I think Johnny Cash.
0: I wore all black a couple weeks ago, and my boss was like, "Oh, Johnny Cash today, huh?"
1: Yeah, first thing I would, first thing I would have said too. Well, yeah. I don't want to be like your boss, but it would have, I would have at least thought it. I would have, <laughs> I would been, I would have worked it into the conversation somehow. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely. Who else owned that guy owns a color?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah unless I'm you were like a
1: fucking blank, man. I thought I'd be able to come up with someone.
0: There's nothing though. If you wore like a Jeter jersey, you'd be like, oh yeah, Jeter. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's got his number and it's got the Yankees on it. And you know, like you kind of know. But uh Yeah, there's no there's no I don't think there's anything else you could wear that they're they're that they're gonna be like, oh, you're uh Unless you wear, like, one glove, Michael Jackson.
1: Yeah, or you have, like, a ridiculous attire, like, Prince, but he doesn't own a color.
0: He owns purple. Oh. but I don't, I but don't think
1: he owns it the way Cash owns black, though.
0: You'd have to wear, like, purple and velvet to get, like, the – if you just wore purple, I think <laughs> you're going to get called Grimace. It would have to be, like, a purple
1: velvet one-piece, then I would think right. – Prince.
0: Right. Yeah. Otherwise you're going to compare compared to a Muppet. Yeah. Most likely. Yeah. No, purple is not uh, right. If you saw someone wearing purple, you might mention Prince. Speaking
1: of Muppets, Kermit, he owns green.
0: Well, it's not easy being green and easy being
1: green. Yeah.
0: So see them. Okay. So Muppets take precedence over real people in these, in these cases apparently. Yeah. But even still, if you wore all green, I don't, well, you, if you weren't all green, you might somebody might say it ain't easy to be green to you, which goes goes directly to Kermit.
1: Yeah, but you probably think of other stuff first. You think of St. Patrick's
0: Day. You, Depends you on know. how green you're out. But if you're wearing like a green shirt and green pants, but if you're in a green yeah. jacket, I mentioned the Masters, right? You know what I mean? Or like
1: a red a red polo is even more like you think of Tiger. Tiger kind of owns red, yeah, but no, you don't... Like, yeah. Well, when you do... like One of the first things you think of when you think of Tiger is the red shirt.
0: Sure, yeah. in time. Red hat, in that instance. You know, a red hat, or it's kind of taken over.
1: Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's, nobody owns a color like Cash. I think we've established that. I, mm-hmm. I mean, I'll do some brainstorming after the show, but I don't think I'm going to come up with anyone.
0: Not even an outfit. Like... Maybe you could wear a hat that's like a Sinatra hat, uh, an outfit, but it's not even close to the same level as Cash and Man in Black.
2: No, no,
1: I'll say no. All right, let me establish that.
0: You, uh, remember, you mentioned Dr. Gavorkin ran for something of uh, Michigan, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, have, did you see today that the guy, John McAfee? Uh, Let's do a Google. The, he, he died in, or he killed himself in prison. That's the story. <sighs> a
1: lot of suicide in this show.
0: McAfee. Yeah, I don't know why I, didn't, I was going with the, I don't know. Why, we did a whole thing on suicide. I don't know. I went with the uh, Random <laughs> as a third party. as my.
1: Oh, shit. This guy uh, looks familiar.
0: Who is this guy? He looks
1: familiar, John McAfee.
0: Well, you might have seen him. He was featured on one of those shows on like Oxygen, and he was like interviewed and stuff. So basically, the guy did created the antivirus things for your computer, McAfee. Oh, antivirus. that
1: makes sense, McAfee. Yep.
0: But he looks like a lunatic, right? Yeah, he looks
1: like he looks like someone you just don't want to fuck with.
0: So I'd never heard of this guy until right, not because like he's dangerous. Uh, like, like in the way that uh, I don't know, like Mike Tyson's dangerous. Well, in one of the ways that Mike Tyson is dangerous, that he's unpredictable. But that, yeah, he the, looks like a Bond villain. Right, okay, that's fair. Right. Um, so you might recognize him because he was on one of those auction shows before all this. So he had some problems with the law, tax evasion and shit like that, you know, a white collar crime, like but in the billions of dollars, so like serious white collar right. crime. But also, so this guy lived in some, I don't remember where it was, somewhere in, in, somewhere in South America, and some, you know, only where rich people lived. And I guess like he had a neighbor, and the, the show I saw him on, he was being interviewed about this incident. He had a neighbor who, I think the neighbor had a dog, and the dog would bother this guy, McAfee, or, so there was a beef over a dog I don't, I don't okay. remember which dog it was but there was a beef over a dog anyway the neighbor winds up dead McAfee's the main suspect It's he's getting taken in for questioning uh, has a heart attack as they're bringing him in you know fakes a heart attack basically uh. and then it gets to the hospital and like escapes some shit like that some crazy shit like that
1: Something that would never, you'd never go for in, like, a Showtime show. Like, it's a Ray Donovan storyline. Basically, yeah,
0: basically. I think Mickey did
1: that. I think Mickey did actually do that.
0: Well, this guy's a big Ray Donovan fan, then.
1: And that is the exact <laughs> – I'm pretty sure Mickey did that exact same thing.
0: Yeah, but then he assaulted, like, a nurse, remember? Like, a male nurse. He
1: assaulted uh, – no, he assaulted a guard.
0: Oh, a guard. Him and Bunchy. <laughs> he goes kind of bunchy for some
1: See, for all <laughs> you who don't think Ray Donovan's realistic <laughs> Johnny McAfee well,
0: he goes kind of bunchy just for for a felony. he's always good at that,
1: yeah, kind of crimes help you out all right so so this guy, when was this that he faked the heart attack
0: uh see, I don't remember because this this show was on recently, but I don't know, I never know when those shows. that that to me, I watch those shows on oxygen. And the crime could have happened a week ago and it could have happened 25 years ago. I have no idea.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, but that's what they're interviewing him on the show. So when I, saw, when I saw this, I saw that he killed himself in prison. He's getting ready to get extradited to the United States. He was in a prison, I think, in Spain. And again, I still don't understand why he was in prison because it wasn't for the murder of this guy. But it was for the
1: dog that got murdered.
0: No, no, no. He murdered the guy. Oh. His na- he murdered his neighbor. Okay. Allegedly. (laughs) He he sounds pretty guilty, but, you know. Oh, I mean. I'll
1: give him a fair trial.
0: I'm not going to. I mean, he's not going to get one because he's dead, but I'm going to go ahead and say he did it. No, he looks guilty. He knew the chickens would come up. But I think, if I remember, he was like, he was drinking on the interview and stuff. He might have even admitted to being high in the interview. Uh, in the interview yeah he might have admitted I don't I don't know if I'm making that up but he was definitely drinking um, Vegas fighting for their lives here
1: they are two, two eight minutes left
0: yeah Um, I
1: missed the had, goal I missed all the goals
0: but when he when he popped up I was like why does this guy sound familiar but I have not read anything about him at all like, or I don't remember seeing this guy in the news at all why do I remember seeing him it was like one of those nights going to bed and that was what was on TV, and I was remember it from that. But he actually like interviewed for it. Like you could watch him interview for uh, after this murder took place, get his like point, of, you know, his point of view of the story. This guy,
1: he looks like a sociopath.
0: Fucking billionaire, man. He he invented antivirus that never worked. I mean, if you ever had. I think every computer that I had an antivirus thing on got a virus. So I think yeah, was, that's usually how it works. I think that McAfee shit is a big scam. You got to go Norton, right? I'm sure Norton's a big scam, scam too.
1: I'm trying to think what I have on my computer at work. I don't, I don't even know. I don't know what the hell works. They're all scams, you think?
0: Yeah, I'm pretty sure.
1: One big Ponzi scheme, one big shakedown. Like they say, they're protecting you. They're not really doing shit. Like a rainmaker.
0: I yeah. Every computer I had, like I, I don't, you know, every computer I had, they had antivirus. I got, I had to take it to like the shop. I got a virus.
1: So all, all, you know, the odds are you're not going to get a virus, right? So you think it's working, and then you get a virus, and you're like, what the fuck? So all this time, it's a false
0: sense of security. Right. Oh, well, McAfee detected a virus. Well, maybe fucking McAfee put it there.
1: All right.
0: Take a look at that guy. Tell me, he doesn't, tell me he doesn't have a few viruses to spread around.
1: Oh, I mean, I don't put anything past this guy. <laughs> look at him.
2: Don't so this must
1: have been him. recent, man. He was speaking at, in Pasadena in 2016. At least that's what his Wikipedia picture says. So mm-hmm. this murder, this guy, what, he hung himself.
0: I mean that's the story and we I don't know that's you know, is in prison, he's wanted to come over here. Who knows? Wow. Those suicides in prison. I don't know.
1: You watched a lot of Oz growing up, I think. That's you're a little jaded.
0: Well Your me, guards up. Well let me tell you between Pierre McAfee is up. Between, <laughs> between McAfee, uh Epstein, Aaron Hernandez. Who else? else? Let's, ra-
1: let's rank shadiest prison suicide. Yeah. I mean, obviously Epstein was not there was a lot at work there. With
0: missing, missing tapes and shit, missing, yeah, missing logs.
1: Yeah, I mean that was just, that was just proof that, like going back to Godfather too, history has taught us anybody, anything. Yeah. anybody could be murdered.
0: If the president: uh, wants, If the president wants you dead, you're going to end up dead.:
1: Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. That that came from uh, I don't know if it was a direct order from the president, but that came from high up. That came from high up. Um,
0: Pence, maybe imagine Pence gave the order.
1: How does that? Nah, Pence.
0: That's a high profile murder, and how does how does this nothing come of it? It just gets well. I
1: think because part of it is the, the guy run. was a sex trafficker.
0: Right, but I mean,
1: like, that guy,
0: right? But we want to know, like, who was who other people were, you know, should be put away forever for these crimes.
1: They don't want you to know that, though. They were like, Yeah, we got the bad guy, the world's a better place.
0: Yeah, well, well, you know what? If they want, if the the people who, whatever
1: happened to is madam, what was that chick's name?
0: Jizzling, Jizzling, she's still around.
1: Is she? She's just floating around like free?
0: No, I think she's in prison. Oh, she I is. Don't okay. I don't know. Wait in trial, or whatever. Who knows?
1: She ended up
2: dead soon.
0: I'm right. She's not dead already, man. Uh,
1: get- I would. I would have lost a lot. I would have picked the under.
0: Yeah, but I guess you know she's number. She was number two. You got. You know they can't start dropping like flies because so there that is a Godfather too, and everybody's just dying in like within three days. It's not good
1: it's like breaking bad all lot, the prison whackings. yeah
0: yeah a lot of questions but it's amazing it gets swept under the rug like obviously somebody wanted the guy dead obviously the person is powerful enough to have it done and obviously the guy wants him dead because the guy knows something about that guy but even still it's like well we're not going to talk about it because the next person to find out any bit of information is going to end up dead too so there's is no there reason. any
1: chance there was a Godfather Two style where like there was a Tom Hagen that went to go visit him that was like you got to do the right thing, you got to fall on the sword,
0: hundred percent, one hundred percent a chance that happened. It could have been his lawyer.
1: What could you tell? What could you tell a guy? What could you tell Jeffrey Epstein can, <laughs> that's going to be like killing yourself is the right thing to do?
0: We're going to put an, you're going to get an extra you're going extra thing of sheets. We're going to – It's got to take more than that. We got to – Clean we, sheets. No, we got to – No, the sheets are to hang themselves, right? So you get extra, extra extra uh, set of sheets. Yeah. Your guard is going to look the other way. And if you don't do the right thing, it's not – You know, it's going to be hell. Like it's going – So it's to-
1: either you're, – You're going either way. You get to choose which way.
0: Right. Your way is going to be
1: a lot – your way is going to be a lot, uh, you know, less painful. If you let us take, you know, deal with it, you're going to suffer. Yeah. That is probably what happened. <laughs> <laughs> that is probably what happened.
0: Man, who is the guy? That's a good question. Who, who's the Hague? It's,
1: pro- it's, probably, it's probably someone you don't even know, man. It's like, remember Michael's bodyguard in uh, Godfather 2? The guy didn't say anything. I don't know why I could go back to Godfather 2. Alan Neary? Is that is – that the guy that they shoot – he's uh, going to smother Hyman Roth and they break in and shoot him.
0: Oh, no. That that's – um, that, a- That's
1: the dude I picture. That's the dude I picture going to see that's Epstein. Bad.
0: Right, so it's not Giuliani doing it. Yeah.
1: No, no way. No way. You know, Giuliani –
0: you know, Julian Julia wanted to do it, though. You know, he's begging to go to do it. <laughs> it's, got,
1: it's got to be somebody – it's got to be somebody. It's almost like a Ray Donovan type. It's got to be somebody who they'd be fine if he got caught. Like, it can't be anyone – it can't right, be yeah. any high-profile guy I, that can come back. I can, yeah, just, yeah.
0: I can just picture Julian begging, like, lisping and spitting all over the Donald. I can I can take care of it Donald. <laughs> I
1: think it I think it goes even past Giuliani.
0: No, I know.
1: It's it's uh it's some sick. Right. It's some sick uh, I don't even know. My brain can't even process it. It's some deep shit though. And
0: and and we're talking Trump here and I am not make, trying to make it political, but it could have been it could just as well have been Bill Clinton. The Clinton's could have 100% been part of it too. <laughs> I mean, I'm not. I'm not taking. I'm not taking sides <laughs> here. I'm gonna go ahead and say that that Bill and Donald both had their dick in a twelve-year-old at some point.
1: I mean, Bill was on the plane like twenty-seven times,
0: and maybe more than one time, he had his dick in one. But yeah, I'm. I'm gonna say they both. They're both guilty. Man, you think really like twelve? I don't know. <laughs> they killed the guy for it, man. What was it called? What was the island called? It Wasn't. It pedophile Island. It wasn't like it wasn't like an it, w- it wasn't like a seventh grader with a chalked ID. <laughs> you know what I mean?
1: Oh no, no, I know. Yeah, it was. Uh, e- oh, Epstein Island. They called it. Oh, I thought
0: it was Pedophile Island. <laughs>
1: uh, I, I I mean, it was called Epstein. I don't know where it actually was. I mean, that's just. I'm. To- I could totally see like being that powerful person and going to like the eyes wide shut parties. But you can't be going to like underage islands. You have to draw a line somewhere. Like, you can't be that sick and depraved that it takes something like that to get you off.
0: Yeah. If you, yeah, if, 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 a, if a couple hookers and a bag of coke can't do it, I don't tell you, pal. Right. <laughs>
1: you right. Come on. The old fashioned way, man. Jeez, you didn't see JFK banging 12 year olds, man.
0: Yeah, that's, Marilyn that's fucking right. Monroe. Yeah, that guy had high. Yeah. By the way, uh, Marilyn
1: Monroe, booze yes. and pills. Just saying, she went yeah. out the right way.
0: Who else? Uh, Marilyn Monroe and who else? Because uh, he was banging the same actress that Sam Giancana was banging, right?
1: Oh yeah, the uh, mob guy.
0: Yeah, Chicago. I don't guy.
1: remember. I
0: don't remember Jane her name. Jane Russell was that? I might be a little bit before. No, you have case time? No, Jane Russell's the
1: same, uh, same era as Marilyn Monroe. Okay, they were in "Gentlemen Prefer Blondes" together. I watched that movie fairly recently.
0: That, I'm telling you, it was if Jane Russell's the other choice. You could do worse.
1: Jane Russell was excellent. I, I've seen a few. Jane Russell was in that movie, "The Las Vegas Story." Oh, nice. Yeah, I, I, yeah. Jane Russell was uh, excellent. In her day,
2: I don't think it was her. Then,
0: um, let's see, there's gotta be. That's also crazy that they were both with the same, they're both with the uh Judith Campbell.
2: Judith Campbell,
1: let's see, let's see Judith Campbell. She's the one that was Jean G Jean, G uh. Cola, whatever his name is.
0: Giancana, yeah. She, apparently she was with Giancana. Uh, I don't remember. Uh,
1: John Rosselli. She was with him too. She had a thing for powerful men, I guess.
0: I guess so she knew Sinatra. Sinatra introduced her to Kennedy. Kennedy introduced, or no, Frank introduced her to Giancana.
1: Man, is Kennedy the last, like, celebrity president? I feel like ever since then it's just been, like...
0: Well, no, because Reagan was a celebrity president.
1: Ah, but not like JFK, though. Like, used his celebrity to fucking... Like, JFK wanted to be a celebrity, I feel like.
0: That's probably fair, yeah. Yeah.
1: And then it was all gone, just like that. 1963.
0: All then you get the,
1: LBJ and Nixon and like it's a bunch of just like
0: stiffs. Like all going over the back of a Cadillac. That's
1: it. Yeah, that's something to be said about that. I mean, you can't be one of you couldn't be that nowadays, anyways, if you tried. It, so
0: Obama kind of was. Yeah. I mean, a lot of the knocks against him are that he was too much of a celebrity.
1: Yeah, I guess I could see that. I guess I could see that. No, and I guess he's, he's, I am, like, safe. glorifying Kennedy.
0: Oh,
1: I guess I am glorifying Kennedy a little bit because he was hated. Because oh, I think of Obama as, like, half the country hated him. But, I, I mean, obviously people hated Kennedy. He got his head blown off.
0: <laughs> yeah, there was some dislike for Kennedy.
1: <laughs> there was a few, Yeah, there was just a few. uh People against him. I don't know. Maybe I wasn't around for Kennedy, also, so I can't. It's hard to speak to it. It feels like, I don't know, just like you're hanging out with like Sinatra and shit. But I guess you see, yeah, I guess you see that with presidents too nowadays, like wanting to be seen with famous people.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And Obama was seen with plenty of celebrities. Yeah. I mean, he does a
1: podcast with Springsteen. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, yeah, but, um...
1: Bush hangs out with Ellen DeGeneres. Everyone (laughs) likes to be (laughs) seen. Yeah. She got shit for that, and I can't stand Ellen. but, like, I couldn't understand why she got shit for that. It's like she's sitting next to him at a fucking football game, which she was supposed to do spit in his face, like... I mean, yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, I saw, I hated George W. Bush when he was in, in office, but, uh... When I was working at the Bank of the City, he, he went to go visit Henry Kissinger, like, who had an office next door. Yeah. And, like, I kind of went to just watch him, like, uh, out of spite. But then he looked over, he made eye contact with me, and I had a smile, man. And I gave him, like, a quick, like. He, a quick, he's like, a charismatic point. dude, man. I gave, I gave him, like, a quick point, and he gave me, like, a nod. Like, gave a nod back. And I was like, all right, this guy. So
1: charismatic guy. He's he's he fits the bill as like guy. You always say you want to vote for someone that you want to have a beer with.
0: Yeah, I get fucked up with George George W. Bush.
1: Right. Yeah. I mean, not enough to vote for him, but yeah, I I know. I mean, I know. (laughs) I would. Yeah, I'd like to have a beer with him, though. For sure. For sure. That is the old adage they say. Well
0: can't have a beer with Trump.
2: Can I have a beer?
1: Yeah, you could have had a beer with the last few guys. I yeah. think it stopped with Trump. Yeah. Biden, I don't know if he's allowed to drink or not.
0: Yeah, it he, In time. his
1: day, he probably did. I would, I'm going to guess.
0: You could do Metamucil with Biden. That's about it.
1: <laughs> he does look like a guy who used to throw him back. At this point, though, I don't know.
0: What do you think Biden's beer choice was?
1: Well, he's from Pennsylvania, right?
0: You know, Rolling Rock, or
1: Yingling? Oh, Rolling. I'm gonna
0: right. say. Yeah, I'm gonna say Rock. He's probably a light, a light beer guy. A Rock. But
1: I could. Yeah. Could also see him drinking a Heineken though.
0: No, he's, he drinks American beer. Coors maybe. He might. Be, ah, it doesn't he strike
1: might, me as a Coors guy.
0: He might be a Coors light. Let's find Google him.
1: Joe Biden beer. Let's like, try and find a.
0: Yeah, let's, of him. let's end the show with a Joe Biden beer. Uh,
1: there's a picture of him sitting with Obama. He's got a beer in front of him. It's, it's in a mug, though.
0: Good. Nice. A beer stein?
2: It's a great... Oh, man. Oh. Biden, yeah.
0: Well, he doesn't drink.
1: Well, now he doesn't, but there's no way. He, he definitely used to. I could, I, could, I could just tell by looking on that guy drank.
0: No, 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 no. It says uh, he abstains from the act. According to New York Times, President Biden's not having picked up a drink is, that, is because one of his favorite uncles was a heavy drinker.
2: There's a picture. I mean, this could be doctored. I'm going by the internet. That's not really a good enough reason.
0: What the Fuck. I mean, if he was like, if he died, like if he's an alcoholic and he died, I could see that being like a reason.
1: Yeah. In moderation, Joe. So is is that article saying he never drank or he just, he... He looks like a guy.
0: It didn't. Say, it said it. They never. It didn't say he never drank, but it made it sound like he never drank.
1: That's two straight presidents who don't drink. That's
0: oof.
2: Yeah, tough. Talk about. that
0: uh, yeah. All right. Well, there you go. His beer is uh, Oduls
1: says, there are enough alcoholics in my family, he explained. Yikes. Jeez, throw your fucking family under the bus, yeah, man. Oh, my Christ. God.
0: Oh, it's your kid. His kid did OD, right?
1: Uh, no. oh no, I I his cancer. kid died of cancer.
0: That's right, yeah. But did no, it, his it, other it, kid
1: should have right. OD'd. Right. Other fucking dipshit. Yeah, he should have OD'd. Right. All right. Man, imagine you're claiming the fame as, like, your dad's president. <sighs>
0: It's a tough way to get a lot a tough way to go around life, man.
1: Just riding daddy's coattails. Just oh, showing you, up in a just showing up in a suit, not really having a job. Yeah, <sighs> that dad, my dad's the, what's your what do you do for a living? My dad's the president.
0: Yeah, you know who I am. Like, oh, yeah. It's it's good to you know who this guy is. So we have to behave what? around this guy. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, that was a uh, disappointing end <laughs> to the show. Why Joe buy a For the
1: know. record, I'm going to say not anymore. But I'm going to say Joe in his day would be like closet drinker. When I say closet, I mean like one or two, not like closet alcoholic. Probably like on the surface wants to look like he's doing the right thing, but I could see him having a little taste. Yeah. He's probably worried about the family history. I get it. But
0: yeah, Fourth of July comes around. he you know, has a beer with a hot dog, something like that. At a, yeah. ball, at a ball game maybe, you know. And, and those moments – so, like, guys like us, we're kind of looking for an excuse to have a beer.
1: Also, with the kid being the junkie hunter, the crackhead, mm-hmm. like, he yeah. definitely can't
0: – You got to be on your game.
1: It's yeah. a PR move, man. You want to be president, you know. You right. got it's a PR move.
0: Right. So, like, we're always looking for, like, an, like a reason. Like, oh, well, wow, it's uh, baptism. We got to tailgate for that, right? Of course. Uh, but, like – and, and like regular people's lives, uh, you know, it's, it's like, okay, like maybe Saturday afternoon comes around, you're on the grill. That's like a, a beer moment. You're at a baseball game. You have a hot dog. You have some peanuts. That's a beer moment. Uh, yeah. Maybe like pizza night. That's like a, oh, that's to wash down. a nice pizza, like a beer. Like That might be a beer moment. Um, yeah. I could see him having like a beer, like just with dinner, like instead of having like a Coke. Just have a, have, a, have a bottle of beer. And this is just one and done. One and done it. And that's it. One and done. Yep. Yeah. Responsible.
1: Drink responsibly.
0: That's almost too responsible.
1: Yeah. All right. Well, I'm not going to throw Joe under the bus, but I feel like at some point he's had a
0: taste or two. Uh, I got a problem with the guy, you know? I just got a guy. I understand if you get older not drinking and stuff, but, you know, or health issues, whatever. They understand all that kind of stuff. But uh, not drinking, period. I got a, I got, a, I got a few questions for you.
1: <laughs> I got a psych evaluation test yeah. I want to give you.
0: Fuck you hiding.
1: <laughs> what is your, yeah, what is your vice? Yeah, what do you,
0: yeah, exactly. All what right.
1: do you do when you just say, fuck, <laughs> fuck this world? Like, what do you do? Well, I, I just drink. <laughs> I get what? What do you do? I don't know what you do. What yeah. fucked up shit are you into?
0: You run the water and put cold water on your face? Like what do you do?
1: Yeah. Does to help? You add sugar to your lemonade. I'm gonna I'm gonna get all hopped up now.
0: Cookies, man. I drink, I I drink what, I sweet
1: in- sweetened iced tea.
0: <laughs> Damn, man.
1: What do people do?
0: I, I ate cookies Like, I didn't drink for like that month. I drank I ate cookies. A ton of
1: you replaced, yeah. You replaced habits. See, I almost said addictions, but I said habits. Caught myself.
0: Well, <laughs> haven't been, have not been uh, diagnosed yet. Fucking okay, Cookie Monster, yeah. Uh, cookie Monster is a is a problem. Well, yeah. When so you saw that, Cookie Monster needs to be talked to. <laughs> All
1: right. On that note, on Cookie, on. uh Cookie mo-
0: on that Cookie Monster note yeah tune in Monday when we have intervention for Cookie Monster yeah and also I apologize I did not have a cocktail tonight I didn't I thought about it I, I did a, a search I did not there's nothing I came across I was gonna do Long Island Iced Tea on honor of you and your team name um, oh that's a lot of
1: work though
0: yeah I have I'm missing like three ingredients so
1: you know, it's not bad because there's like 15 ingredients in it yeah
0: yeah, it was like yeah, it was going through. It's like it's like with this rum, that rum, tequila, uh, you know, fresh cherry from the garden, pine cone. Oh, uh, yeah, it was just crazy. Pencil
1: people. shavings, it's ridiculous. Yeah. I've had like two in my life, just because I was with people who were drinking them. Yeah, and I was like, all right, a bartender, it's a bar. bunch of booze in them. Yeah, yeah,
0: maybe I'll, i maybe mean, I'll give it a shot next week if I could pick up the ingredients that I need, but I. Uh, was not game for it today. I, didn't, I, I couldn't find anything else that I wanted to drink. So. Or, uh, we, right. owe you, we, we owe you one next Thursday. All right. <laughs> As we we're saying, thank you very much to everybody for tuning in, spending time with us. Uh, we'll talk to you next week here on Sunday 4, right? Eh?
1: Yep. talk to you next week, guys.
0: Well... And we could things could have taken a real bad turn this week. This week for the Yanks, <laughs> yeah, things were they getting could have. things were on the verge of going the complete wrong way. If uh, yeah, they lose game one,
1: miserable. Yeah,
0: game two they're They're in a position where they have Chapman having a blow up he's got a problem, problem with the manager, you know the intentional walk and stuff see, I was kind
1: of in and out of that what ha he was mad at Boone for making him walk santana
0: uh, yeah that's again i am with you i i this is all like after after the fact kind of reading up about it and stuff, but yeah he uh was not happy with having to walk. Santana and then walked the next guy to four pitches.
1: Right. I did see that, but I was in and out of it. I mean, the Islanders were on, but also, but I mean, with the way the Yankees have been playing, Bucks Hawks got put a little bit ahead of the rotation with two minutes left.
0: That's fair. That's they, fair. Had
1: a, they were
2: a
0: little ahead
1: in the rotation.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then, you know, he gives it up and then Yanks come back in next inning and heroics are bound. The, uh, emergency of the, the emergence of Gary Sanchez is something I never would have predicted in a million years. No, I, uh, I st- I'm still in kind of disbelief how well he's playing, how well he's hitting the ball. Um, I, I, not, I don't quite believe it's real yet, but I'm hoping that it's sustainable, obviously. Uh, and then they go out today. So they lose the first one, then they go out today uh, after winning yesterday the other day, and take care of business pretty handily, um, and take two out of three from Kansas City. So they're going into the into Boston, who, like we said, just lost in a walk-off fashion of right. their own making. Uh, then, you know, after last week and and now, uh, kind of taking care of the team we're supposed to take care of, uh. They're in a they're in good position going up against Boston. Hoping they could kind of start writing their own script here instead of being the butt of all the, of the American League East jokes.
1: Yeah, so there's three back in the lost column of basically everybody in the American League. That includes Boston, Tampa, all the teams they're chasing. Oakland, Houston. Uh, so they haven't buried themselves. Those teams have also kind of come back to the pack a little bit. Yeah. So, I mean, Houston's, Houston's off and running, man. I said to look out for them because they don't strike out. Their offense is just ridiculous. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I feel like numb watching this team play sometimes because, I don't know, like Tuesday night was horrific loss. Lasagna didn't have it. Cole yeah. pitches great. Like, you can't lose when Cole – not only Cole throws well, but you're playing the Royals and you lose that game. Right. Just unacceptable. They leave a million guys on base. And then, you know, Wednesday night, an unbelievable win. And it's just like, I don't know. I, I, they got to – in order to bring me back a little bit, you, I'm not saying you got to sweep Boston, but go win the series, you know. Go, go beat Boston two out of three. Because if you go up there and get swept, or even if you lose two out of three, it's just, you're just going to look like a pretender. It's going to look like a team that doesn't belong. Yeah. Like a team that that when push comes to shove, you're going to lose to the Tampas, to the Bostons, to so the Houstons. Yeah. So go up there. And I'm not going to – oh, it's a statement. If, just go up there and win two out of three and move on. You're not going to make – I mean, you could technically break your season, but you're not going to make your season by winning a series against Boston. But go do, And I think they play – they play the Angels. I don't know. They have Tampa come up at some point. But I think it's the Angels they have next after Boston. But just like, you know, beat them two out of three and move on.
0: Uh, yeah. I mean, like everything else, these walk the walk-off wins, confidence builder. Going up, going to Boston and and winning the series would—it's just a step they need to take in their progression this season. Yes. And if you can't get by them now, you're not going to get by them at all. So, uh, uh, yeah, go up there and right. If you if you want to continue this progression. Gary's got to have a good series. i got to see something out of Judge and Stanton. DJ's got to keep kind of coming in the right direction. Uh, I need to see the whole team kind of, come, you know, yeah, work together to, to get these wins, you know. I need to see something for everybody at this point.
1: One guy we're not seeing anything out of, Brett Gardner is killing this team. He is murdering uh, yeah,
0: this team. I mean, he's, he's, it's done. He is done. Done. There is no question about it. His, career, his major league career is, is over. It's
1: it, man. Like,
0: he's got to be a fourth outfielder. And The guy plays every day. Probably got to be a fifth or sixth outfielder uh, for, you know, your triple A team.
1: It's, uh, I mean, it's, it's to the point where, like, Clint Frazier's hitting 190, and you'd rather have Clint Frazier out there. I I agree. Like having Frazier and Gardner in the lineup right now, mm-hmm. just ah, oh, it's a black hole. And then you have Tyler Wade starting today, who actually may have been on base once or twice, but um, it's <laughs> and oh, and then another guy too. I mean, this has has to be said, but Glaber is just atrocious right now.
0: Yeah, not his, uh, not his, not his best stretch. I mean hopefully
1: a day off today maybe he clears his mind a little bit. Mm-hmm. But they gotta get um, you know, Sanchez positive, Judge positive, DJ has looked very good, I'll say that.
0: Come around. Then there I, are yeah. some
1: there are some guys you have to get going too. I don't I mean I don't think Gardner or Frazier are ever gonna get going, but uh, Glaber is the guy. Glaber's yeah. the guy you need to you need to I mean this this is the guy you thought you were building around. And now he's just
0: he looks terrible. Yeah, he's got he's got some work to do, man.
1: It's unbelievable. Yeah,
0: it's uh, it's it's concerning because he's was he's, he's a cornerstone guy, you know.
1: Right. Yeah. Ever since he moved to shortstop, I don't know if there's a correlation there. It's just a, just an observation. Mhm. Uh, but ever since he moved to shortstop, which was last year, he has. Not hit. You, know, oh, you want to blame the baseball? You want to blame the baseball? You want to blame his approach at the plate? I I, I don't know what it is, but well, he's, it, he's it was
0: it was the move, move to shortstop, and it was the move to being a top of the order guy because he was playing shortstop, hitting thirty-eight dingers, and he was batting like seventh and eighth. You know.
2: Yeah, I feel like he moved up in the order in twenty nineteen though a little bit. I don't know. I, I, yeah, I don't know. Maybe,
1: maybe it was something like, all right, you're the shortstop now, so he puts more pressure on himself to yeah. be that guy. I, yeah, I, I really I can't, couldn't tell you.
0: But, but in 2019, that wasn't really like – I mean, it's not really his team now, but that wasn't his team in 2019. But they made the moves to make the future of the Yankees, you know, kind of around him.
1: Right, they right they got rid of Didi because they were like, we got yeah. our shortstop for the next ten, fifteen years. Yeah,
0: yeah. So that that's enough. That's a lot of pressure. We know we've seen we've seen better ballplayers than Graver, uh kind of fold under that pressure. Yep. So
1: yeah, hopefully that's not what it is. But yeah, it, it looks like uh, could be trending in that direction.
0: Yeah, you know, I'll give them like this season. You know, sometimes it takes a guy a full season to kind of find their way. Last season was, eh, uh, yeah, not a real. Not a real season so fake season yeah i'll give him I'll give him this season to kind of figure it out, but he's gotta you gotta figure it out, and you can tell I'm a lot calmer now than I was weeks ago with this team because they're playing better over the last week and a half
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no yeah, i mean they're 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 playing better they're they're stringing some wins together yeah but uh i got I gotta see more
0: oh yeah, for sure, you got to see it more you got to see against better teams, I know last week they'd be good teams, but you know, we still it's uh it's not it's not enough just yet. Not enough just yet. No, I know.
1: And then yeah, Tuesday's loss kind of rubbed me the wrong way. And Wednesday they showed you something, but it just bothered me.
0: Yeah, you know they got it's like they got a little spark, voice back, and maybe they needed like a little. They needed that guy in the middle of the lineup for whatever reason. They just needed him. Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. Pick him up.
1: Wow. And uh, we'll see about the offense because they have started to hit. We'll see if it was you know. I mean, I guess the Red Sox don't have the best pitching, but we'll see if it was a product of the Royals pitching and Toronto's shitty pitching or if the offense really is back. Ooh, wow, big save by Price.
2: Yep. So Montreal Canadiens could be heading
1: to the Stanley Cup. One goal. You know, this team was – they were down 3-1 to Toronto in the first round, and they had to win games five and six in overtime. I mean, it's just a wild, wild tournament. They weren't very good in the regular season, right, early on? Terrible. They had 59 points. <laughs> I, think, I think they had – I think their record was 24-21-10, which means they basically lost seven more games than they won. Oh. Oh. Oh, and they there it is. going
0: – and here they go from worst to 1st They're going to –
1: The Montreal –
0: Canadians. Oh, I like Robin Leonard too. Oh
1: well. I should have played him in game five. They are jumping up and down in Montreal Square. That is uh this is a very improbable as improbable a run as we've seen in a while.
0: That's hockey though, man. That's hockey.
1: It is. I think this is extra only because the way they aligned the divisions this year,
2: yeah.
1: obviously four teams had to come out of that division. So, I mean, they were – I mean, there was teams that missed the playoffs who had more points than – I don't know. It's just it's, – it's crazy. And it, it is hockey, so goalie gets hot. Price is one of the better goalies.
2: Yeah,
1: But it's still wild. Every I mean, great day. save by Price on one end. And they come right back down and score. The Canadians are a live. Who was that? I don't know. Like I know anyone on the Canadians. I know like the two guys. Came in. Came in? Sixty-two. Uh, <laughs> they are a live dog, and they will be a dog in the Stanley Cup no matter who they play. Yeah. But they are a live dog. What a run,
0: Jesus! Crazy crazy and we got a game seven tomorrow night down in tampa oh yeah it's been a wild week man islanders lose eight nothing early in the week come back yesterday go down two nothing uh i mean i thought they were dead when it was zero zero they just didn't look like they had it in. Uh,
2: yes they looked
0: crowd was hyped dead. up but they just did not look like they had it tampa looked at all the more the better team uh and they score when they scored. It felt like well, they were up one nothing, it felt like it was 12 nothing. Yes, and then they hit their second one. And at that point, you're like, Well, it's a good run next year, new, new uh, arena, maybe they'll figure out a way. Pavilion comes back, scores, I think it was like under two minutes later, scores, tie, you know, it goes two, two, one in the uh, uh in the second period. And then uh, Mayfield in the third had it on an impossible angle. Sneaks it over uh, a goalie's shoulder somehow, like a ridiculous angle. It just sh- somehow go- goes like straight across the like the goalie line and then finds its way over. Not and- a
1: lot of room for air over the left shoulder.
0: Yeah, incredible. Uh, and then at that point, obviously, you're saying, Well, I guess we got a shot. And they, over- yeah, 50 50. Over-, <laughs> over-, over overtime comes and they took care of business and uh, they're going down to Tampa for game seven tomorrow night. Friday night, can't beat that. Um,
1: Yeah, I mean, one game. If you're the Islanders, you know, you've been outplayed at times in this series. Tampa's got more talent. They have pedigree, but it's, you know, you got to find a way to dig down and play your best 60 minutes. That's it. Play your best game. It's one game. It's game seven, do or die. Just find a way. Play play your best Tam, game.
0: Tampa with their fancy – I didn't even realize this. They like their fancy bookkeeping where uh, they kept uh, – what's his name? Kucherov on the on the injured list. Yeah. And then I guess there's a rule in hockey. Like once the playoffs come, the uh, salary cap goes out the window. So they, they kept him on the injured list. For like an extra couple weeks, a few weeks, whatever. Even though they knew he was okay to come back, activated yep. him for the playoffs. So they're they technically they're over the salary cap, but because it's the playoffs, it uh, it doesn't count. So they're like eighteen million over the salary cap. Did not
1: realize that. Yeah. Hmm.
0: So basically, they're you know they got Bernie Madoff doing their books. So
1: right, they're cheating cheaters. Yeah.
0: Oh, so it's all uh, legal. It's all legal by the rules of the NHL. It's just a w- weird loophole that they found. -hmm. Mhm.
1: First Canadian team since the Canucks to make the finals ten years ago. Wow.
0: I just hope if Montreal they lose, I hope they don't burn down Montreal like the like Vancouver fans though. Actually, I don't. Well, I don't really care if they burn down Montreal. I don't
1: care. Montreal's got twenty four cups. Vancouver zero. So that might have something (laughs) to do with lighting the city on fire.
0: It's crazy, right? Canada's always known for like being this laid back, everything's cool kind of place. Like, nobody kind of, everybody's kind of level headed. And then Vancouver just becomes a fucking dogfight of a town every time they lose a Stanley Cup.
1: When the Stanley Cup's involved, you throw all rules out the window. Burr on his podcast today actually broke down all the cities of Canada not uh, territories. Is that what they're?
0: Cities, like so like like territories? Like where he's been and stuff?
1: No, like uh, he was comparing them to like the, what they are. Cons- he was comparing each well, Shitty to what they would be in the US.
0: Oh, okay. All right. Like That's Toronto
1: cool. and Montreal. He said, were, like LA and New York, thinking who they are. Yeah. In Calgary, so, like Lubbock, Texas, he said.
0: <laughs> <What's>, <laughs> what? <laughs> how about, how about um, he mentioned Vancouver?
1: I don't remember mentioning Vancouver.
0: Man, it's a forgotten city. He
1: may have. I don't know.
0: No, I think it's. I think Mm -hmm. Vancouver is just a forgotten city. Just a forgotten city. It's
1: a lot of angry. A lot of angry fucking people in Vancouver.
0: Vancouver sounds like Buffalo. Ooh,
1: that might be a good analogy. Buffalo is a really good analogy because they don't have other sports teams. I mean, Buffalo has the Sabres, but, I mean, fucking Sabres. Yeah, it's a good one.
0: All right, well, let me get this out. And uh, that's it. I'll see you on Saturday. Some rum. All right. Summer summer rum continues.
1: Summer of rum. (laughs)
0: Later. Full force. That's it.